0: The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit UCTV.TV education. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Stephen Mercer and I'm a private college counselor helping students and families find great colleges to apply to. I'm also an instructor in the online college counseling certificate program at the University of California San Diego Extension. I want to talk to you today about a topic that I think about a lot when I'm helping students write their essays for their college applications. And today I want to talk about the personal statement and to try to give you some realistic advice grounded in the idea that you don't have to write the most amazing, uh, stressful, unique personal statement. And so that A lot of advice that I hear out there when I go online and I read other um, advice and see what other college counselors are saying, a lot of it I disagree with because I see that there's a tendency for people to think that they have to write a personal statement that is designed for an absolute superstar. And I'm here to tell you that for the most part, you really can write a great personal statement in your essay for your application that can be honest, clear, and it doesn't have to be the most award-winning piece of literature ever, and you'll still have great opportunities to get into some great colleges. So first, what is a personal statement? The personal statement is often the college application essay that you, you'll hear many people talk about. In It differs depending on the college, on what the application asks for, but in general, many colleges and universities in the United States ask for one main essay, that's about 500 to 600 words. It's asking for new information. Remember, your college application already has a lot. It has GPA, it may have test scores, it has an extracurricular activity list, letters of recommendation, uh, a whole bunch of detailed information about where you go to school, where you live, if you've gone to different schools, etc. So the personal statement is an opportunity for you to share something that is not in any other part of the application. And that's something really important to keep in mind, that you wanna try to avoid repeating something that is very apparent in your transcript or repeating something that you've already put in your list of activities. Try to take a different tact. The idea is to keep it simple, a simple story about you as a person that shows something about your personality and your values. So there's lots of myths around the personal statement. One of the myths is that you have to write a killer personal statement. It has to be a story or a topic that is a tearjerker. It has to be dramatic and it has to be 100% unique. I remember I once had a student say to me that they absolutely were committed to the idea that they wanted to get a personal statement topic that when the first admission officer read it, that they stood up and they walked down the hallway in the office telling everybody about the most amazing personal statement that they ever read. Well, that's a myth, and that's just not true. Now, if somebody has a remarkable, one-of-a-kind story to tell, then they should tell that story. But that's just not realistic for the overwhelming vast majority of people. In fact, for most adults, I know, in life where we've lived lots of lots of different phases of our lives. We've had lots of time to rack up experiences. You'd figure most adults would have a remarkable tear-jerking story to tell, and most of us don't. So the real truth is, your personal statement should be just a simple story. It should just touch on one part of your personality. You don't need to capture everything in your life. The more focused, and in some ways, the more mundane and boring your topic is, the better. There's another really big myth that I hear out there that I really disagree with and I want to try to discuss with you. And that is that there are taboo topics. There are topics that you should never write about and that there are many of these. And that if if you write about any of these, so the myth goes, you've doomed your application. And those might be things like don't write about sports, don't write about politics, don't write about mental health issues, and don't write about Some students have a a great opportunity to do a a mission experience or a volunteer experience in in another part of the world. And many consultants and college counselors will advise you don't write about those. Well, I understand a little bit about why that myths are out there. But the truth is, there are very few true taboo topics. Of course, there are topics and ideas that should never be in a college application. And if they are, they will doom a student's applicant. I will, I have seen this before as a college admission officer. I've seen this before as a college counselor. And that is anything that expresses hatred, violence, or intolerance towards anyone else, or even the world. Those should never be included in a college application. Now, the other things to avoid in your topic are predictable topics. What do I mean by predictable? Well, if you remember one of the uh, myths that I had uh, pointed out was that some people think you should never write about sports. Well, I disagree, but here's what may happen if you choose to write about your sports activity as a high school student. It may be something that's important to you as a student. You may have participated in sports a lot as a high school student, and there are lots of great values and experiences and lessons to have been learned by being a student athlete in high school that colleges would like to hear about because they want those kind of students on their campus too. But here's what might happen with a college essay about sports. It becomes too predictable because a student may choose to write about, for example, the final game in the last season championship. It's raining, there's thunder, you're behind by 10 points or more, you're injured and there's just no possible way that you or your team that's the underdog could possibly come through and make it win and save the day. And that's the setup for a lot of essays that I see a lot about sports. Well, here's how it's predictable. The ending of the essay is very obvious to some admission officers. That student might tell the story that despite all odds, they persevered, they fought through the pain and they rallied and won. And that's a predictable ending. Now I've had many students write that essay and write a great essay and have great admission results. Why? Because they don't make it about the predictable ending. They tell that story, they tell how they may have indeed won the day, but then they really use it as an opportunity. In fact, most of the essay is about what they learned from that experience and how it wasn't necessarily a foregone conclusion and how there are other lessons, maybe more subtle, and personal that they learned from that experience. In fact, a more interesting essay would be when the student didn't save the day as an athlete and what making yourself vulnerable when realizing maybe you lost a competition might look like. That's just an example from sports. There's lots of ways that essays can become too predictable and I would encourage you to stay away from those. The bottom line is the topic that you choose to write on is not the most important thing. It does require some good thought. You have to have a topic that sets itself up for something you can write on in a clear, authentic way. But it's not the topic that is of most interest to the admission office. What's most interesting is how you write about it and how you can share one or two personal insights that you gain from and experience, no matter what the topic is. I've, had se- I've seen students write wonderful essays from simple mundane topics that they just work through and explained in writing in a clear and natural way. So that really begs the question, okay, well, how do colleges really evaluate these essays? So for the most part, evaluating essays is a subjective process most of the time. And what I mean by that is some colleges and universities read college application essays in the application, and it's not a subjective process. There is an objective, clear rubric or scale or grading of some sort that they give to those essays. That is rare. Most colleges and universities read an essay as a human being does to determine what their personal subjective reaction might be. Now, how the admission office has that subjective reaction varies widely. Admission officers are different people. They've majored in different things in college. They're different ages. They have been working in different fields in admission, outside of admission for a long time, a short time. You have admission officers who studied biology. You have admission officers who've studied English literature and pride themselves on being fine connoisseurs of excellent writing and love reading their essays and critiquing them as though they're uh, um, reading a fine book or article, it varies widely. There's no one clear idea of who your audience is. So the bottom line that I give to students is, you have to determine, is your essay well-written? Is it clear? And does it reflect the best writing that you can do? Well, so that begs the question, what is a well-written essay, right? If I've just told you before that it's a very subjective experience because admission officers are different people reading it with different ideas and different preconceptions, how do you know you've got a well-written essay? Well, first, your personal statement has to be organized in a clear and simple fashion. If you don't have a clear outline to your essay, if you don't know where paragraph one is leading to paragraph two is leading to paragraph three, or if you don't have a clear beginning, middle, and end to your essay, if it rambles, if it doesn't follow from one to another, it's not going to hold up to most admission officers' scrutiny. That essay needs to be clear. Keep this in mind. Admission officers read hundreds, if not thousands of essays every year. When they're reading your essay, they may be in the middle of a cycle of reading hundreds and thousands of essays the truth is is they're doing their best to read that essay carefully, but they're also tired and they're reading um, multiple applications. If that essay isn't structured in a clear, simple way, the truth is you're probably gonna lose the interest of the admission officer pretty quickly. Now, another simple step is to make sure that you've edited your essay with a final draft with attention to proper grammar, punctuation, and again, a flow of ideas that anyone could read. Now, that seems really obvious, but this essay is designed for uh, uh, an edited draft, not one version, not second version. Frequently, you have to write five or six versions of your personal statement. You should write it yourself. It has to be in the authentic voice of the student. But you get to have editors look at it. Teachers, counselors, family, friends, not too many, Don't have people rewrite your essay for you. Get sparing advice. If you're not paying careful attention to grammar, then ask someone to read for grammar. But the most important thing is essays need to be written in the authentic voice of a high school student. Now that seems obvious to a lot, but I can't tell you over the years that I've been working in college admission, how many times I have heard an admission officer plea to students that the most important thing to them is they simply want an essay that sounds like it was written by a high school student. Now, what does that mean? It means that high school students, whether they're strong writers or weak writers, whether they love writing or hate writing, in general, are gonna sound different than an adult, or they're gonna sound different from someone who works in a certain field. College admission officers know when an essay has been written by somebody else. They know when a paragraph has certain words or even a sentence has a phrase that just doesn't sound right to them. It doesn't sound like a a typical high school may have written this. I really encourage you to avoid it. Adults, if you are reading your students' college application essays and you are tempted to change it because you think you could write it a better way, don't do it because college admission officers know when it sounds like somebody else has meddled too much in the essay. Editing for grammar, punctuation, big, 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 unclear passages. Absolutely, you should do that. But let the essay stand in the original voice of the student. My final advice to you is to think about the words of a a novelist who I admire a lot, Elmore Leonard, who wrote in a great book in giving lots of different pieces of advice to prospective novelists one of the pieces of advice was, if it sounds like writing, rewrite it. And what I mean by that is very often students try to go into essay mode and they try to make their writing sound like something super intelligent or super analytical, or it makes it sound like it's not a naturally written piece of uh, writing. It doesn't sound like somebody was just having a, an authentic, clear conversation There is no one thing I can put my finger on it, but I trust Elmore Leonard's advice that if you read your own essay and it just sounds like a a well-crafted piece, maybe consider rewriting it. So that's my advice to you for writing a personal statement that will give you great opportunities to apply to a lot of great colleges, but just from your immortals. Thanks now.